Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast for all law enforcement professionals and all those who support them. Sponsored by the National Police Credit Union. We mean police business. I'm your co-host, Ken Bader, with co-host Casey Smith. Casey, how are you? I'm doing great, Ken. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, a, a lot of people are going to uh, moan at me for uh, complaining about wet weather and uh, 50 degrees here <laughs> in Southern California. Uh, but you know what? Yeah. Being a Chicago boy, I'll, I'll muddle through it. How's that? I think you'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my birthday just passed, so I had a house. Really? And I didn't even to... wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday. What's, that... it, what's it like Thank to be you. 21? Oh, that's so sweet. Um, it was great. I just, I had a ton of friends come in and so I'm uh, trying to get back into my normal routine. So I'm excited to be here. Got it. Got it. So if you're a little bit tired from, from party, partying and uh, turning 21, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of a break. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but we're, glad, we're glad you're back on the show because we have another great guest. Uh, and I'm really excited about it because I think we're going to have a little bit of a different perspective and angle than we've had uh, the pleasure to have on our show before because we have Heather Blass, uh, who is a wife, uh, a law enforcement uh, spouse, actually, for 16 years, uh, living the blue line life for almost 13 years. Uh, she's a mother of three girls, 15, 13, and nine. That's got to be a handful. Um, and for the past 12 years... She's been involved in church ministry through uh, MOPS and in women's ministry. She currently serves as a woman as a women's ministry coordinator at Big Valley Grace Community Church in Modesto, California, helping other women discover the unique way they are gifted and to encourage and build up leaders. And most importantly, just to announce to our audience, we will be at the How to Love Your Cop home watch event for our very first beyond the call on the scene and heather blass is one of the featured speakers so we got to talk about that heather welcome to the show good morning hello thank you so much for having me sure. our pleasure That's a heck of a resume <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah yeah, the three kids alone. Neither neither Casey or I have any children, so uh, so this will be right. this will be interesting for us. Uh-huh. To learn. <laughs> we, we bow down to you. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's funny in your bio. It talks about uh, the fact that there's a lot of estrogen going on at your house. Uh, I've got <laughs> I've got a good friend of yeah. mine. I got a good there friend is. of mine that has three daughters, and he always comments that, you know, not only am I surrounded by a wife and three daughters, but even the dog is female. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We we got a golden retriever a couple of years ago, and she is a girl as well. And my husband said the same thing. Can't even get a boy dog <laughs> right. out here. But you just have a harem of women that love you. That's, exactly. That, you know, that's not rough. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, let's let's dig right into that. As a, as a mother of of three daughters yeah. and a law enforcement spouse, what is it like managing that type of law enforcement family? Well, we're sure busy. That's definite. Um, and you know, as the girls have grown, our lives have changed very much. And when they were little. He was, well, he became a police officer when they were like one and two, my older ones. So going through, when he was in academy with 
babies, you know, I just on my own and you just have to, I have to look at life. Like, can I manage my home with or without him here? Cause he might be here and he's incredible dad. He's very involved and he's wonderful, but he, you know, if he, if I, if he, he may not be here, can I continue on? And, um, like he's, you know, no longer with us. <laughs> like he's at yeah. work. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I mean, obviously we think of those things too, but that's not what right. I'm thinking about. Um, and so when they were little, he was working on patrol and um, he did the night shift for a lot of years. Mm. And so we just adjusted our life so that we were around when he was here. And now he's on a different assignment. And so thankfully he has weekends off, which is fantastic because nice. with girls getting older and activities, yeah. they're busy. Yeah. So I'm really thankful that our journey has worked with our family. And for now, you know, he's able to be at a lot of things. Um, but there's always a time, you know, we have a birthday party planned and then he gets called out and, and he's gone. And so for me to manage my girls, it's to be flexible Mm -hmm. and, um, to hold it all very loosely. And, um, I know that he puts us first whenever he's able to make that choice. Mm -hmm. And so that means that we have a lot of grace for when he's, you know, this is the job, this is the life. And, um, so it's crazy and it's fun and I'm thankful that I have a, a great village of support around me sure. to help with getting people places and and all of that. But it's very it's very exciting and dramatic around here, <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Never. No. <laughs> Except right now because they're all at school. Thank you. Nice. They're great. <laughs> nice little break. Well, like Ken mentioned, you're you're going to be one of the speakers um, during the Home Watch, the How to yeah. Love Your Crab Law Enforcement Spouse Conference in Sacramento on March 2nd. Um, can you give mm-hmm. us some highlights of your, your topic, the spiritual side of police life? Yeah, well, i um, just been asked to share how my faith helps me get through this life. And I'm like, I really don't know how I could any other way. Um, and so just talking through something um, about prayer and really praying for my husband and mm. for his whole team is so important. And right. um, they see so many things and um, keep that all inside. You know, the things that they go through, it affects them on in their mental and spiritual side of them. And so for his protection through that, um, and, um, having faith over my fear, you know, we, sure. we have fear of what could happen and what the unknown is and fear when we're home alone at night all the time. And there's all, there's so many ways we could be afraid and we could live in those shackles, but, right. um, we can have faith that I have faith that my God is bigger than mm-hmm. anything that would be thrown at me. And so no matter what happens, that God is good. And mm. so I don't have to be afraid all the time. And, um, and so that's a piece of kind of what I'm talking about. And really that this life is a calling and it's his calling, which he um, knew for certain when he was going through the whole application process. And 
and it's his job. It's not my job. It's his job. It's his calling. But then as his wife, it's my calling too, to be a police wife in that unique role. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do think that whether you have a faith in a higher power or not, I think these men and women have to have that sense of calling (laughs) to do this work to get through the difficult part. Um, But uh, some speaking to those, it's kind of a diff so far. I'm still working on it, but um, <laughs> I'm really excited to be able to to share that she's um, asked me in to to be able to share on this on this topic. And uh, so, anyway, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, we're we're excited about uh, being there and, and hearing you speak. Um, and you know, hopefully Definitely. you'll actually. Oh, have good. You're gonna be there too. We you are. Gonna, we are gonna be there. Oh um, yeah. I'll try not to. On the scene. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. But yeah, it's interesting. If you you need a a supportive face in the crowd, just look for us. We'll we'll be rooting you on. Yeah. Or look for for Casey. Very supportive. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll give you a signal. It's... (laughs) The high side. You're doing great. You're doing great. Just don't confuse confuse it with, you only have five minutes left. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't need any hecklers. Hecklers (laughs) can stay away. I I, I promise I will will stay quiet and in the background and do nothing uh, that (laughs) any noise except maybe applause. How's that? Nice. Okay, I'll take that. Okay. (laughs) Now a word from our sponsor, the National Police Credit Union. The National Police Credit Union is pleased to introduce Killed in Line of Duty Loan Protection, a special debt cancellation benefit created exclusively for active full-time law enforcement officers. Available for multiple loans at no cost to the borrower, this complimentary benefit will cancel up to 850000 of the outstanding balance of one or more loans should the unthinkable happen to an officer due to a line-of-duty incident. Eligible credit union loans includes mortgages and home equity loans, auto, motorcycle, and boat loans, signature loans, uniform loans, tuition loans, student loan consolidations, and credit cards. Killed in the line of duty loan protection is available only for the qualifying officer and the protection may not be purchased outright. This debt cancellation benefit only applies in the case of death. Please see loan addendum upon loan closing for more details. And for more information, please go to (laughs) nationalpolicecu.com. But it's interesting, Heather, what you were saying about prayer and uh, we don't talk about mm-hmm. faith a lot on this show, although it, it does come up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very few of our audience probably know that that one. My my father was uh, the uh, um, religion chairman at the at the time, the largest Catholic high school in Chicago when I was a kid. Whoa. So I certainly grew up with faith. Oh wow! And, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, yeah, see, something new that you didn't know about me, Casey. <laughs> I know. And, and given yeah. given some of, given given some of my uh, my jokes, you'd probably be surprised at that background. Very um, much so. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, it's it's amazing what what literally just sixty to ninety seconds of prayer in your day can actually do. Mm. I mean, just a. Um, a, a very short story. Some know that uh, the last quarter of the year was was very rough for my family. We lost a very close family member 
Um, and it, mm. uh, it caused a lot of chaos, not only emotionally, but also in your everyday, you know, my, my business was kind of half shut down. You know, my, my wife took a, a number of weeks off of work. And while, you know, we, we certainly recovered in, in some ways uh, and at some level, you know, there's still a lot of backlog of, of stuff that needs to be done, you know, even here in the first quarter of 2019 because of that, that backlog. And I find that when I start my day and I just read a passage from the Bible or, or something from a book that's of a religious nature, it, it really helps center me, not only from the emotional side of mm -hmm. our loss, but also from the fact that, you know, I get anxious of, oh, I have all these things to do. And it reminds me that, you know mm -hmm. what, you know, the, the Lord will make time for me. He'll, he'll, find, he'll find the time for, for me to get done what mm -hmm. absolutely needs to get done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I, on that same token, it's like you're setting your day in the right perspective, right? And so if I look at my life, I tell this to my girls all the time, mm -hmm. you can look at your life through the, the lens of the positive or the lens of the negative. And sure. I choose, and it has to be a choice, right. to look at my life through the lens of all the blessings that I have. And mm -hmm. sure, there's plenty of things I can complain about and think, well, this isn't great and that person has it better and blah 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 but mm. I can look at our life through the blessings that they are so yeah he had to work 40 hours of overtime last week right that's mm. you know what 80 hours of work sure. but what that what that that means that wow we have the blessing that he's able to bring in extra money above and beyond his salary and many of my friends don't have that luxury you know and so He's able to bring in extra money. Okay, I can look at the fact that he has to work really weird shifts and he misses family events all the time. I can look at that. That's such a bummer and my life is terrible. I can also <laughs> look at, wow, he works really weird shifts and that mm -hmm. means that we get to have some days off during the week right. and do things together and it's just time for us. And yeah. that's such a gift. Yes. So, you know, you can look at your life in all kinds of ways, but it's a perspective. And I totally agree. If you start your day um, in that way, in prayer and getting yourself aligned into what is true, what is right. And um, it just changes everything. So, yep. Right. Well, that's a, given what you, you mentioned of how you teach your daughters, that's a good segue into your work as a, a women's ministry coordinator. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you encourage women and, and enhance their leadership skills. Yeah, well, I, um, I, got in, I got involved into women's ministry through MOPS, and I just have to plug MOPS because I believe in it so much. It's mothers of preschoolers, there's MOPS groups all over the world and um, it's really really an amazing community where women come in together that where if you've got uh, any kids age birth through kindergarten mm -hmm. and um, it's a time in your life that you really need support <laughs> so um, our church has um, has mop groups right <laughs> <laughs> and so through my time in that group I ended up um, in leadership and serving as the group coordinator for many years and um, through that, discovered that I had I had a gift of developing leaders, which I never really realized I had, and mm. it also led me into becoming into coming on staff at our church, and also something I never ever thought I would do. I went to college as a poli sci major, and I thought I'd 
teach government or something. Like this was totally not <laughs> what I ever thought I would do. And it's so awesome. It's so much fun. Um, and so uh, I actually right now, one of my focuses is leadership development for all of the women that serve in our ministry, in different capacities, um, leading and helping them to have tools and to develop themselves as, as leaders. Because really, we are all leaders. Everyone is a leader of some sure. kind. At least you lead yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, and we should all always be growing. And so I, I directly oversee, we have two MOPS groups, a day one and a night one for working moms too, which is really great. And uh, so I get to oversee those groups and encourage their group coordinators and help them through leading their teams. And um, it's really it's very rewarding and super exciting and really hard <laughs> and <laughs> all of that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that, um, you know, I feel like sometimes we're encouraging and supporting other women in ways that we don't realize that we are sometimes mm-hmm. just by leading by example. But like when you take an active mm-hmm. role, like you do, it's really commendable. So you know, mm-hmm. I just really appreciate the work that you're doing. Oh, um, thank you so much. Of course. Um, your calling, you mentioned, is to encourage police wives, which is without a doubt an honorable role. Being a law enforcement spouse, obviously far from an easy job. Can you share with us some of the work that you've done with fellow police wives? Well, I did get to, um, I'm a part of the, the Blue Line Wives group um, centered in, in the Central Valley and I was able to speak at their conference last year, and that's where I met Vicki Newman, who is in nice. charge of How to Love Your Cops, and um, and so I was able to serve there, and um, I have many friends that are police wives as well, um, but I haven't done a lot of work purely with police wives, okay. and um, but through through the work that I've done, it, it has for sure uh, touched other police wives, and. I try to hold I try to hold my life in balance of it's really important to have a community of support around you who are in that same line of work and understand your world and all of that. But I also believe it's really important to have friends and community that is also outside of that to keep a balance. Um, and for sure, the times that um, there's something crazy going on for my husband and it's super scary which this has happened a few times, the people that I'm calling and texting are my police, my friends. And they're the ones that I don't have to explain anything to, you know, they absolutely understand and they're praying with me and for our husbands and usually their husbands are involved too. Um, And so those, it's, it's really cool to have those friends that you can go to. Um, And we also have friends that aren't in this line of work, who are incredibly supportive and do their very best to understand our lives. And um, I think it's really important to have both things in your life so that you, and for him too, I mean, he needs to have those other police friends so that Mm -hmm. they understand, but you got to have friends that are out of it too, just so you don't get, you know what I mean? Like you have to have that balance. Yes, for sure. So I would say I'm embarking on a journey of more, uh, time encouraging other police wives and my husband keeps telling me I'm supposed to write a book for police wives so who knows <laughs> That'd be great. one day that might happen 
<laughs> well, I then, I'm, then I'm embarking out. on this journey. Yeah, then block out a good portion of your life coming from somebody that that has written a book. <laughs> when I when right. I see you in Sacramento, yeah, I'll tell you stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, especially about the time I wrote a whole chapter and then lost it in the clouds somewhere. Um, that was a fun day for both oh, no. uh, me and my wife, but uh, a a story over a cup of coffee or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm down with the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's certainly members of our audience that that can relate to to being a, a part of a law enforcement family, uh, being a law enforcement spouse and a mother of three. You know, you, you got to have some stories that our listeners can identify identify with. Excuse me. Yeah, you know, what's your funniest story? What's your craziest story? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Funny and crazy. Well, um, my husband grew up with all brothers, and so okay. he never had, you know, a lot of girls going on in the house. And so now he's living in a home full of women. So that's been a, a change for him. Um, and so as we're, you know, in major hormonal years going on right now, <laughs> I know there was one time one of our daughters was, you know, she was just crying, and oh, he's no. like, "Why are you crying?" She was like, "I don't know." <laughs> No, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, babe. We don't know. We just we don't know. Sometimes we're just crying. So he's he's figuring that out, and that's just a lot of what's going on in our house. They're all girls, but they're all very very different too. So it's interesting. But um, <laughs> otherwise, I don't know. I mean, everything's just always crazy. The things that are um, you know, he's dealing with, and we're uh when I kind of, oh, this is going to be, I'm not sure if I should say this. <laughs> go, go for but, it. Um, now you have to. <laughs> I don't know. I have to. But when he's working, like I talked about the overtime and it is a blessing. And um, then, you know, when we're trying, there was a time where we moved into a new house and our bathroom all of a sudden decided to explode and we had to, re, okay. we had to redo it. Um, and so at the time that's happening, he was working on um, a case that had a lot of overtime. And, you know, when they're working on cases and having to go in for things, it's not like it's because it's something good. It's because someone did something bad, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, well, now I've kind of named the different things in our home that get bought with overtime. It's because, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to get too specific, but, you know, right. this case bought this couch and this case bought this bathroom and <laughs> we just, we definitely choose to look at our life with laughter because there's no other way to deal with it right. <laughs> but the crazy evil thick stuff that he's dealing with we choose to try and find some ways to laugh and so you know for sure bathroom spot and they're so thanks yeah, <laughs> I guess exactly so it's do like you gotta look at the bright side yeah so do your daughters ever say, hey, we need a new jacuzzi? You know, you need to go on some Jacuzzi. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now it's going to be, we need a car. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what's next. <laughs> Absolutely. We need some overtime. Right. Just, well, just do a little overtime, Dad. You could do it. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It sounds like you really roll with the punches in that uh, homemade sorority that you have at your house. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was never a part of a sorority. I just made my own. That's yeah. Okay. Right. Well, you know, this wasn't this wasn't in our list of questions, but I think it's it's it. a 
kind of a, a poignant one. I think if there's any um, any women or men actually um, who are mm-hmm. maybe in a relationship with a police officer who are considering you know, a, a life with them. Is there any advice you would give to them to consider mm-hmm. before, you know, getting married or, or anything like that? Because I think it is a, yeah, I think it's a life that people, oh, that's, you know, it's cool. I, you know, we have a pension, we have this, but it's like, there's a very different right. side that, um, you know, people may not realize. Totally. That's a really good question. Um, I think that two things, one, that you as a spouse, are able to be independent because you are going to have to be independent much of the time. And, um, and so being able to have your own world per se, um, when my husband started working in this, in this career, you know, that I felt like, okay, when he's home now, we all have to be home and be together. And so I won't go, to this group and I won't do this thing that I'm signed up for and my mother gave me great advice she said you've got to keep your life going like as normal as scheduled whether he's home or not and mm-hmm. yes there are a lot of give and takes in there that I arrange that makes things you know so we're we want to be together <laughs> but sure. you know if I'm going to go to Bible study every Thursday if he's home this Thursday I still need to go because it's yeah. I need that community and I need that regularity. So that's kind of random. But um, I think being able to um, be independent and also that um, not to put too much pressure on your husband or your or your wife, who's the spouse. Um, I learned a lot from this book, the um, Emotional Survival for Law Enforcement. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. And written by um, Gil Martin, Kevin, Kevin Gil Martin, and my husband's police department actually had a day for them and their spouses to come in, which was incredible. Um, that they really support their these guys' families so much, mm-hmm. and we so I got to come in and hear him speak and talk about his book, and it was so incredibly helpful to understand um, how. Like what these guys and women, sorry, guys and women go through, mm-hmm. and um, when they're in that heightened state of alertness at work, and what that does to your body, and then how to come down off of that, um, you actually sink down into a pit, and you've got to recorrect, and it takes basically 12 hours or however however long you were on your shift to recorrect, and so. I didn't understand why the first day he was home, because he would be four on, four off, and first day he was home, he was just useless. You know, he was yeah. just kind of a lump on a log and wasn't active with his, with his kids. And, I, and I'm like, what's going on? You know, like, you're home now, mm-hmm. so let's be home. Right. And understanding <laughs> him, like, okay, you need time to um, for your body to, like, recorrect. And so then I can give him that space so – that then he can be present and be with us. Um, so really seeking to understand them and and what they're going through. Um, but I, I tell them a lot and I have to qualify this. I say, you know, I can't rely on you <laughs> Yeah. when he is an incredibly reliable man. And so of course he's like, what? You don't have to rely on me? Like, I can't rely on you because, and that's like, I think that's a good thing that yeah. I can't, I can't plan something relying for sure that you can be here because you might not. I mean, he's gotten where he's halfway home and he 
has gotten called back and had to go back to work. And so I can't plan something needing him to be there. Like you said, you'd pick her up, you know, from dance or whatever. I can't put that on him because his job isn't like that. Like he might have to go back and that's just wait. It's not his choice. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, it's, I, I look at it like, I don't rely on you. And that's a freeing gift to him that, I want him around and I want him to be at things, but I don't put that pressure on him um, because in the end it just makes us have resentment and anger and it's not really fair, you know? So giving them that space and support and being a good listening ear, this is more than two things, (laughs) being a good listening ear um, and encouraging them. I'm his cheerleader all the time. And then Mm -hmm. there's times where I'm all done. I have nothing else to say and um and there's been a couple of those times and then I have to go to those people that are filling me up and encouraging me so I can continue to encourage him through it um so it's a it's a great life it's a crazy life Mm -hmm. and um having a good support network around you is super important um and then you know the goal is that we get through his career and are still whole and happy, you know? And so doing all the things that we can do now so that um, he's continuing to stay healthy and whole in his mind, body, and spirit. And that those um, hopeful retirement years are um, just a different season of our life and they're good instead of, you know, but then you also can't just work for your retirement because you're not guaranteed a day anyway. Um, and, you know, if you're only working for retirement, you've got all these years here where you're working and they could be filled with blessings and good things mm-hmm. um, if you, you know, aren't just trying to time out the clock. So, right. you know, oh, that's great. Enjoy every day. That's a lot of stuff. No, it's, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that the people that are consider, considering getting married to a, a law enforcement officer can use probably as much information as possible uh, before they make <laughs> yeah. that decision. So, yeah, yeah. That was, that. it's a big decision. And I think you have to be really knowing what you're getting into um, yeah. so that you can, because it, it becomes, it is, like I said, it's your calling to not to have that job, but to be that support and yeah. Um, it will, it will affect every day of your life. And so, you know, when you do feel that, I love him, he's so like, well, that doesn't last, you know, no. that you. are you really committed? <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. thank you so much for that. Yeah, that was a great question, Casey. Now we probably heard Heather's whole presentation for March the 2nd. (laughs) I'm sorry Sorry about the spoilers, guys. Cover the comments. (laughs) Well, speaking of great questions, I think you got a few more, don't you, Casey? I do. We have a little bit of a lightning round. Nothing to be afraid of. It's good times. Um, (laughs) It's not quite as lightning as it sounds, but um, they're fun. So... All right. All right. So number one, um, who is your favorite fictional crime fighter of all time? It could be a human, an animal, a superhero, or a machine. Hmm. Well, our home, we are all girls, but our home is very into all the superhero movies. And that's basically all we're watching. Yes. (laughs) Um, 
you know, I'm just going to have to say, what's his name? No, I forgot. Um, Tony Stark. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. So I just think he's funny. I'm a sucker for funny. So, yes. He's really funny. And yeah, I, I'll my, go second, with that. my second language is sarcasm. So, I'm really into Tony Stark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, all right. So number two, the best buddy cop movie or TV show. You know, I haven't watched this in a while, but um, Brooklyn Nine One One is so oh, funny. Yeah. Again, oh. funny. And Andy oh, Samberg is good. hilarious. And his name, um, his name actually in the show is my husband's name. James. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, that's you. It's you on a TV show. So I I love that show. It's just very and it's you know not real or anything like that. Right. But it's so funny. <laughs> right. I heard it was hysterical. I keep meaning to watch yeah. it on uh, Hulu, but all right. Yeah, uh, you gotta get on that one. Yes, good binge-worthy <laughs> show. Um, number three, what is your definition of a hero? Hmm. I would say a hero um, is someone who gives out of themselves and puts themselves in a place of potential danger to save others. And, um, and that might mean physical and that might mean emotional, mm. um, danger or saving, but, um, yeah, someone who, someone who champions for, for another, um, maybe the underdog, yeah. um, right. and gives of the, gives of themselves. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, okay. Who would you say is your hero or the person you admire the most? Mm. well then you're gonna make me cry (laughs) (laughs) that's okay too you know I yeah I um I just love my grandma and she's been gone from us for um ever since right before we got married so I don't know how many years now I'm married long enough that I forgot how many years (laughs) 17 years and um she was just an incredible woman who was ahead of her time, um, and she gave, you know, gave to everyone around her and had great advice. And um, she fought for her family. And um, I love a story when she was growing up in a small town, and um, she it was during the war, you know, the war, and. Um, she was the first woman in her town to drive a truck because her family had a business and needed to, um, things to be delivered. And she was the first woman to drive a truck. And I always thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, for that time, back in the 40s, you know, that was something that was just not done. And yeah. um, and she was ahead of her time. And she, she was a hero because she fought for her family and did whatever needed to be done and loved loved so well and so that would take my grandma i love that one that's yeah, awesome. that's, yeah <laughs> that's interesting yeah both of my grandmothers who unfortunately have passed several years ago um mm-hmm. dating myself here uh but neither one of them <laughs> knew how to drive so that was that was kind of interesting that mm-hmm. your mother not only drove but drove a big truck <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> 
Listen, I know Ken can't drive a big truck, so that's impressive. <laughs> well, what is no offense, is, Ken? I'm just joking. You probably I, could totally drive. I, 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 I get it. I get it. You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I drive. I drive a pretty small car, but that's okay. Big, big kind of like a, a big guy in a little coat. This is big guy in a small. Coat. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but what's what was really impressive is is our conversation with you heather you've been an, an awesome guest uh we really really mm -hmm. appreciate um you being on the show and uh if you if you're a law enforcement spouse out there and you're anywhere close to sacramento um you know mm -hmm. you have to uh sign up and and come join us at home watch on uh, march the 2nd uh hear heather speak and a lot of other great speakers too absolutely yes it's going to be a great, a great day. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking Thank forward you. to hearing from other people. <laughs> yeah. so, it'll be, it'll be great. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Heather. We're, we're really looking forward to being, having Beyond the Call. It's very first Beyond the Call on the scene um, at Home yeah. Watch on March the 2nd. Um, and Casey, mm -hmm. why don't you tell people how they can hear this episode and all of our great past episodes out there? Absolutely. So if you want to listen to this episode or check out any of our previous ones, you'll find it at nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast. Um, while you're there, check out all of the credit union news updates, uh, our savings and loan rates right now. Um, as I mentioned before, we are featuring um, what we call kills in the line of duty insurance. Obviously not something that anyone wants to think about, but, you know, God forbid if something were to happen to an officer in the line of duty, um, all loans up to $850,000 would be paid in full for them. So certainly uh, keep that in mind if you're interested and, and need to uh, take advantage of that. Um, be sure to share this podcast, rate it on iTunes or Google Play. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you have any uh, questions or a guest that you think would be a great feature for the podcast, uh, submit it on that same page, nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast, and you'll see the link at the bottom. Um, thank you all as usual. Have an awesome week and stay safe out there. Thank you, everybody.